There are countless keys to the infinite mystery. system. Everyone is born with an inner guidance system, with a completely natural and innate sense of what feels good and what feels bad, what does not feel good. It is your inner compass that always points to your true north, your true self. To what makes you happy, to what feels good, to what is joyful, to what is your passion, to what is your natural, true being. Your inner guidance system is your inner feeling of what feels good and what does not feel good. And it's that simple. Children are born with this fully functioning and natural. Very young children will very spontaneously do what they want to do, do what feels good for them. They don't think about whether it's societally sanctioned for them to do that. They don't consider consequences. They are very immediate, very existential. They have that simplicity and direct intelligence to feel what the total being desires. And in our world, in our society, people's inner guidance system is completely destroyed. Or if not destroyed, it is poisoned so that it seeks to keep us from feeling good from being happy, from being our true self. This is one of the major things which a human being who wishes to be free, to wishes to be joyful, who wishes to be their true self, must come to understand their inner guidance system, must understand if it is out of alignment, must understand what are the false beliefs and things that are getting in the way of their natural unfolding of their natural self? Your motto should be, if it feels good, it is good. But of course, this must be done with integrity. There are many people who are sadistic, who derive pleasure from others pain and their own pain and there are also people who are not so overly overtly sadistic but will use this idea as an excuse to trample over others and serve only their own ego so one should do what they want to do do what feels good do what is their true will as long as they don't harm another as long as they act in love, as long as they act in integrity, 
meaning that they act as a whole being, that they act without any sense of fear, without any sense of trying to dominate another, without any fear of their own lack, and that they need to lie and cheat and steal to get what they need. This would be acting out of integrity. So as long as someone does what feels good, does what they truly wish to do with integrity, that's all they need to know. That's all they need to do. It's that simple. If it feels good, as long as it does not harm another or myself, this would be acting on your internal guidance system. So how was our internal guidance system poisoned? It is one of the greatest insanities of our culture, of how quickly children are taught that their natural impulses are wrong, are dangerous, and are not allowed. So it begins very early, when the child is only two, three, four years old, and by the time they are five or six, their internal guidance system has been completely poisoned. And it is only the very, very, very rare who will ever overcome that conditioning, overcome the poisoning of their natural, true self, who ever fully overcome it. So it begins when the child is very young. And they learn that in order to receive love, they must control their natural impulses. They must smile and be very nice and diplomatic in order to get something they want. So they trade being their true natural self in order to receive this pseudo-love in order to survive for the child, the little child, love is all. Love and attention and the support of their parents. So they have no choice but to trade their natural self in order to receive love and in order to receive care. And these young children are taught that their bodies are sinful, that they are not seen to be seen naked, that their sexuality is sinful, or at the least that it is somewhat shameful and they should keep it hidden. And this is the source of our sexual repression in our society. Our, se our sexual insanity that on one level leads to great repression and suppression and on the other level leads to great acting out in movies and media, great dysfunction, great over-sexualization. But children learn very quickly that if they do what feels good to them, if they do what they naturally want to do, that it might cause their parents to scold them. It might cause their parents to not love them. 
It might cause their parents to make them feel like they are wrong. That they shouldn't be doing that. That they need to be a good boy, be a good girl, and do what they're supposed to do. Think what they're supposed to think. And it continues right up through their childhood to their teenage and early adult years. That we have so many people in our world who are living unnatural artificial lives. Who went to college and studied things that they weren't truly passionate about because they thought they needed to, to make money, that they needed to please their parents, that they needed to have a good job. They were taught all these ideas that their natural passion and natural excitement couldn't support them. And these ideas are all based on fear and based on lack and based on a fundamental misconception of how life works, how existence is structured. For existence is structured in such a way that what you love, what you enjoy, what is your passion will always support you if you allow it. So people are taught that they must wear a mask and be who others want them to be. And this goes so deep we don't even realize we are doing it. This is the only thing we know how to do, is to wear this mask and to forget our true self and to become artificial, to become disconnected from our source and our passion and our heart. And therefore, we are taught to be more and more artificial and unnatural. So we live artificial lives. We eat artificial food. We live in artificial houses. We have artificial relationships. Our lives just become this fake surface level existence. We aren't truly alive. We become a programmed automaton. So why was it poisoned? Why was our internal guidance system poisoned? Who started it? There's no, no one we can point to and say that they started it. It is something that has been very fundamental and deep to the human consciousness for thousands of years. There are certain ways in which it plays out in our society. One of the primary ways is in our Christian, Christian-based society, where people are taught in a, of original sin, that you are born a sinner, and that Jesus had to die for your sins, that this man who was perfectly innocent had to die for your sins. That's how bad of a person you are. That's how evil you are. And this is taught in the most prevalent teaching of our world. Such poison in plain sight and people believe it. And this idea has been very useful for the Christian church to control people, 
Because when you make people live in fear, live in guilt, they are easily controlled. So this has been a way for the Christian church, the Catholic church, to control people, to cut them off from their power, to cut them off from their creator nature and their true natural selves, which would never allow themselves to be so disconnected from their heart, from their true will. But it is not the Christian church that is the source of this belief. It is something deeper in the human psyche that caused it to be made manifest in the teachings and the dogmas of the Christian church, even though it was not in Jesus Christ's teaching. He taught of original innocence, that all are unconditionally loved and innocent, no matter what their crimes their sins. So these beliefs in disempowerment, that you are not enough, that you have to be someone else to make it in the world. This is one of the main causes of the destruction of people's inner guidance system. This disconnection from nature, from the earth, from the natural intelligence of the earth, that we are weak and fragile and vulnerable things that can die and that can be disconnected from God, from all that is. This will create a psychological environment in which the human being learns to distrust their own internal guidance system. And then this, this conditioning is passed on from parents to children and children to, to their children. Once this had a certain momentum, then it was embedded in the human psyche and passed on and made even deeper, deeper entrenched in the human human consciousness but the root the root is somewhere deep in human psyche there is some original wound in the human consciousness that's, that feels that makes everyone feel on a deeply subconscious level that I am wrong that I have sinned I am not worthy some, the, the human unconscious subconscious feels something is wrong and then very, very tied to that feeling that something is wrong is the feeling that am I what is wrong? They f it feels that something is wrong. And it's only natural that it would feel that I must be what is wrong. And perhaps this feeling comes from some primordial separation we have made from God, from all that is, from nature. And it is this separation that creates this guilt and this fear and this sense, deep inner sense, that something is wrong with me. And that therefore I don't deserve 
to be happy. I don't deserve to be myself. That in order to appease God, in order to appease others, I have to reject my own nature. So perhaps this, this feeling came about when human beings and the human consciousness separated from union with all and became physicalized and became seemingly separated and fell from grace, ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is the tree of the knowledge of duality and polarity. And it is this that created this belief in sin, belief in one's own undeservability, in one's own disconnection from the love of God, the love of existence, the love of all that is. So perhaps if we can see that this is the root of this belief that is not true, but is just a belief that appears to be true. If we can feel in a deep, deep part of our being that we are worthy, that we are loved by existence, that we are meant to be here or else we wouldn't be here, and that we are not judged, and that our natural impulses are pure and whole and holy, and this can heal this deep inner wound and allow us to be our natural, naked selves as we were born to be. So there are a few things one can do to re help reclaim their inner guidance system, to recalibrate it, to rediscover it and allow it to be functioning cleanly first is just to feel, feel, feel everything, be very sensitive. And as we said before, if it feels good, it is good with integrity. So you must rediscover, learn to feel again what feels good, what causes you feelings of contentment, feelings of wholeness, feelings that elevate your spirit and feel what feels bad, what is unhealthy for you, what creates disturbance in your body, in your energy, in your consciousness, in your mind. One must learn to feel again. Another element of reclaiming your inner guidance is feeling your fundamental and essential de deservability, worthiness. There are many ways you can go about feeling this and knowing this. You could look at it more logically and say that if you didn't deserve to be here, you wouldn't be here because God does not do unnecessary things. 
does not do pointless things, that everything has a place and everything has a purpose and everything is connected to everything else. And so if you exist, you're meant to exist and the whole means to do something through you. So see if you can feel the truth of this deep in your body, not in your mind, but in your heart. And to learn to love yourself. For the opposite of love is not really hate. The opposite of love is more precisely guilt. Because love is complete deservability. And guilt is a feeling of absolute undeservability. So just realize how much you have been given, how much existence is showering blessings upon you, and that you are absolutely deserving, absolutely worthy, and that you need no one's permission. You owe nothing to anybody. You need no one's permission to be yourself. And that your only responsibility is to be your true, natural self and to respond from your deepest heart. Another element of this is to live your passion. To each moment, do what excites you, do what is passionate for you. And also in your overall life to do what is most important for you in your life. To live your dream. And this requires that you first are able to feel and know what truly does excite you. And not to be mixing up your excitement with anxiety. Or doing something that is out of integrity even though, and you do it because it gives you a thrill, but it is not healthy or whole or truly your, your true will. So there are many ways you can work on recalibrating your internal guidance system. To becoming very clear about what feels good, what is good for you, what is natural and true and makes your heart sing versus what gives you a fleeting and artificial high that never really satisfies you and always leads to a crash. Right now we are living in an age where man has become so artificial and so disconnected from his heart and his soul and his true inner nature. And we now have all these technologies and distractions and ways in which we can become even more disconnected from nature, which is ourselves. And we are at the age where this disconnection from our true selves 
is killing us, literally killing us with all these illnesses and diseases and cancers and the poisoning of our body with our food and our environment and our poisoning of our earth, our home. And the fact that people that are out of harmony with their true nature will then go to war and kill others because they're told to. And these people will become politicians and become professional mask wearers. And these people will become the leaders of corporations where they pursue profit and power and completely ignore their inner guidance system. So we are at an age where we cannot afford to not listen to our inner truth, our inner guidance system any longer, for we will very soon destroy our earth and ourselves. But as it is, the insanity is reaching its peak, but there are also more and more people who are turning within, who are rediscovering their inner feelings, who are dropping out of this insane world, becoming more heart-based, are dropping from the head to the heart, to the feeling from thinking to feeling, from mind to heart. And this is what the shift of humanity is truly about, the shift from the mind to the heart, from the thinking to the feeling. And this is a quantum shift that will transform our world. And if you can imagine a future where everyone in, on Earth has lived their whole life with their inner natural guidance system fully functioning from birth. This would be a world without perversion, without insanity. Whether it be the overt insanity of the people thrown in asylums, or whether it be the subtle everyday and societally sanctioned insanity of our businessmen, our politicians, and our normal people who act in ways that cause them deep stress and fear and unhappiness because they have lost their inner guidance system. So this world would be a garden of Eden, a paradise in which every being is living their true heart's purpose. And every soul star will be moving in its natural orbit. So there will be no collisions and the whole collective will operate as one whole consciousness. This is not some utopia dream. It is not some fantasy that is unrealizable. It is actually not that far away. If human beings, individual human beings, turn back to themselves, turn back to their simple, natural self, it's the most simple and most natural thing. It's not difficult. It only requires a collective wave of individuals who turn back and drop from the head to the heart and become as natural 
and free as the day they are born. And we will transform this world overnight. And the, the karma will have stopped. The passing down of this conditioning from father to son and mother to daughter, from generation to generation, becoming more and more unnatural, it will stop. We will have transcended this particular story in the human experience, the story of being feeling like we are separated from God and that we feel the guilt of that separation and the poisoning of our internal, internal guidance system due to this feeling of original sin and these feelings of lack and these feelings of fear and insufficiency that we have to be pretend to be something we're not in order to survive and in order to receive love. And so my friends, learn to feel just feel. It is the feeling that will take you home. This simple yet extraordinary act of being utterly natural, utterly uncontaminated by society by the collective madness of the human mind. It is a radical rebellion. It is the most, yet it is the most natural, the most simple. So feel, my friends, feel. What do you want? What do you truly wish to do? Do what thou will. That is the only law. As long as it harms no one, as long as you act in love, and integrity, do what you want, be who you want, live your passion. Feel.